In this episode, I look at the United States and China and I talk about what system of government is more likely to produce a more capable, uh, competent leader. Also, stay tuned for the end of the episode. Uh, there is another Dan tale. Something funny happened to me uh, yesterday. I uh, hope you guys enjoy it. This is episode 27. Fame and money versus capable and competent. In ancient Rome, when Rome was still a republic, uh, before Rome became an empire, one advantage that Rome had over its competitors, over its rivals, is that the kingdoms that they were facing, well, they were led by kings and queens. And one problem that you have with power that is not earned is that you know, sometimes you may get a exceptional ruler like Alexander the Great, but a lot of times you get people that are just not up to the task. If you compare that with the Roman system of, of government during the Republic, only the most capable, uh, competent, uh, exceptional men rose to the top. Only those men were in a position to uh, lead Rome to glory and victory. Uh, that's a good point that Dan Carlin uh, points out in one of his uh, podcast episodes. For the last uh, past few decades, America has not really had a competitor on the world stage. Uh, I think uh, you can make a really fair argument that uh, the past few decades, the United States of America has been the most powerful country in the history of the world, a true a global hegemon with no rival, with no peer. I would not even compare American power to uh, the British Empire because when Britain was the top uh, hegemon in the world, they still had some very competitive rivals uh, checking their power. Uh, during the uh, 19th century, you had the French was constantly in uh, competition with the uh, British Empire. Uh, you had Germany, and once uh, Germany became united, you had the United States. As we stepped onto the world stage, uh, you had uh, Russia checking uh, British Empire. So even at the height of British Empire, uh, they had rivals right behind them. After the fall of the Soviet Union, uh, we didn't really have that. <clears throat> That's changing now. Uh, we're starting to see the change in real time. Uh, what's happening right now, uh, the war in Ukraine. 
I believe that Russia is going to win that war pretty soon. You can see that uh, China is starting to form closer relations with uh, Russia. I think what we're going to see over the next few decades is the world order is going to look like the U.S. no longer a global hegemon. Instead, it's going to be a balance of power. And I've identified a few nations that are going to be in uh, competition. I think it's going to be the United States, China, Russia, India, Brazil, once they get their act together, and Nigeria, once they get their act together. I always saw Germany in there. Once they stop being pansies and once they get their act together, they could be a competitor on the world stage as well. As well. So due to this new reality, to this new world order that's being formed, it's imperative for America to produce leaders that are extremely competent, that are extremely capable, leaders that are able to go against uh, leaders of the other uh, nations, not necessarily with war, but just with their intellect with their work ethic, with their creativity. Theoretically, uh, the two most powerful leaders in the world right now is the president of China, President uh, Xi of China, and president of the United States of America, uh, President Biden. I was thinking about this. So the fact that now we have this new world order that's changing right before our eyes and we know that you know countries are going to be uh, competing with each other and i think it's going to be china and the united states going back uh, going back and forth in your opinion what system of government and i'm talking about government versus the uh, united states government what system is more likely to produce a more competent, capable leader. So let's compare and contrast that. So how does one become president of the United States of America? Well, it's, <laughs> it's, it's pretty simple. You either have to be really famous, which is pretty easy to do nowadays in America. Um, when... President Trump uh, became president. Uh, he had an advantage over his competitors because he was already famous. When another famous person decides to run for president, say for instance, you know, someone like The Rock, who's a well-known uh, famous wrestler slash actor in America, once he decides to run for president, he's going to have as good enough chance as actually becoming president as any governor or any senator or any general or any so fame in America can lead you directly into the White House just by being famous can put you in a position to become one of the most powerful people on the planet with the fate of humanity uh, at your hands uh, you can uh, what if uh, J Justin Bieber <laughs> woke up one day and decided he wanted to be president maybe he'll be better than Joe Biden I don't know so famous one way, another way uh, one become president in the United States of America 
is you have to be really good at raising money, fundraising. The way the system is set up in America, whether we're uh, talking about running for office on a local level, a regional level, a state level, or certainly a national level, whoever is able to raise the most money, they are able to translate those funds into uh, winning, uh, winning office. And you can see that in Congress right now, the most powerful people in Congress, somebody like uh, Chuck Schumer or Mitch McConnell or Nancy Pelosi, the reason why they acquired uh, so much power and influence in Congress is they were able to uh, raise the most money. And they're able to raise the most money by kissing the asses of the ruling elite, by kissing uh, the ass of Wall Street, of uh, the uh, billionaire class, of the corporations. Now, just because a person is able to fundraise or raise the most money, that does not necessarily mean that that person is capable or competent, does it? It simply means that they are willing to do the bidding of the people um, you know, behind the scenes of power. You can imagine if, say, you have somebody like Bill Gates. Okay, so say you have Bill Gates, who's worth over $100 billion, and Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg and Jeff Bezos. If they wanted to, I believe that if they were to combine their resources or even do it by themselves, they have so much money that they could look at a map of the United States and they can say, you know what? We want to have a specific governor hand chosen by us uh, that governs every state of America. And then Bezos said, we can do better than that, not just governor, every senator in America. And Elon Musk said, well, we can do better than that. Every mayor <laughs> in America, every judge in America. They have so much money and influence and power that theoretically, I think they could uh, pull something off like that. And who knows? They may be, they may already be doing something like that. It's very similar to uh, how Rome was at the end of the uh, Republic. Once the system of government uh, got so just rotten to the core, it allowed uh, three men to acquire so much money, influence, and power that they were basically able to dominate the system of government. And I'm talking about the first triumvirate for my history fans out there. Uh, it consisted of Julius Caesar, uh, Marcus Crassus, and Pompey Magnus. And they completely dominated the system of government. I think America is such that the, uh, the ultra, ultra wealthy, like the men I just mentioned, I believe they can absolutely do that. Uh, I think that's uh, happening in America right now. It's not, it may not be as uh, centralized as the first triumvirate, but certainly uh, the people that have the most money that are willing to uh, fund certain candidates have enormous influence and power in America. And th that's, just, that's just how it is. So the two ways a person is able to president in America is number one, be famous, or number two, uh, raise a lot of money by uh, kissing the ass of 
the ultra wealthy has incompetent, capable. If you compare that with the system of government to China, the Chinese uh, Communist Party, President Xi uh, became president of China by rising up the ranks of that party. It, you can compare it to the military where you only get promoted by being competent, by being capable. And it takes years, it takes decades to acquire the power and she uh, has been able to acquire in uh, China. It, it seems to me, and I'd love to talk to a person who's an expert on the uh, Chinese form of government, it seems to me that their system of government, their system, how they have things set up, it's more likely to lead to a, uh, a more competent, uh, capable person. And the end result of that is the current president of China, President Xi. If you compare him with President Joe Biden, I mean, guys, come on. I don't care how you feel about uh, China, how you feel about the United States. You can't sit there and tell me that President Xi does not appear to be a more competent, a more capable man leader than President Joe Biden. President Joe Biden, who in the 1980s, when he first uh, ran for president, he had to drop out because he was accused of plagiarism. I think he also lied about his, uh, he lied on his resume uh, as well. The reason why Joe Biden has been able to acquire so much power when he was a senator is because he was really good at fundraising. He was really good at doing the bidding of the ultra wealthy and he put his head down and he just stayed around. Um, the, the speech that he gave recently, the state of the of the union and the speech that he gave recently in Ukraine, it was just. Just God help us. And one frustrating thing about. President Biden is that, you know, he's an older gentleman. I think he's 80, 81 years old. You think that he would want to leave the world in a better place than what he found it, you know, at the end of his life. But no, instead, he is pushing us, pushing the world to the brink. Of Meanwhile, on the other side, you have the leaders trying to show some restraint. They're trying to mitigate the tensions Well, President Joe Biden is trying to increase the tensions Well, our system of government, our system, the way we do things in America, allows somebody like him, allowed somebody like that is going to allow somebody like and I don't I don't want to bash any fan of Beyonce out there, but it's going to bash someone like Beyonce or Cardi B or The Rock or Justin Bieber or Matthew McConaughey to become president. And they're going to be competing with some really capable, competent leaders on the other side. Uh, I, I want to be clear. I think that the rank and file in the different uh, agencies in America talking about the FBI, the CIA, the military, the NSA, the Pentagon, are just as competent and capable as their Chinese counterparts, as their Russian counterparts, as any counterparts in the world, I believe. Um, because when you work at you know a certain agency, you have to sort of show some competency, one would hope, 
uh, to get promoted and to acquire influence and power at your job. So I think we're good on the rank and file, but the guys and gals at the top spot, I think that if we want to remain competitive on the world stage, um, and how I, th- I think of it as uh, the, the balance of power that existed in Europe during the 19th century, the latter half of the 19th century, uh, early 20th century, before uh, World War One, where you had, like I said, several nations theoretically able to check uh, each other and keep each other in, in line. That is the new world order that is being produced right before us. And if we want to stay competitive, maybe we need to think about how we... Um, how we do things, how, how we put people in positions of power. And one point I want to note that I, I didn't want to miss, in terms of you know being able to raise most money, how that allows you to get elected in America, I'm not just talking about being a senator. I'm also ta- talking about being a governor as well. If you're able to raise a lot of money, uh, from really wealthy people or, cor- or corporations, and you have a direct line to the uh, particular, you know, office that you can. And uh, like I said, I don't, the, the, the correlation between being able to raise money, does that equate to being a competent, capable leader? I'm, I'm, I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure about that. Um, who knows, you know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we have a good system of government, how we're doing things in terms of how we put, how we allow people to become elected officials. You know, seeing how President Biden embarrassed us these last few weeks, and right now he has this teetering on the break of nuclear war, maybe it wouldn't be a bad thing to have Beyonce or Cardi B, or The Rock as president. Maybe they can do a better job than than he's done it. If you're waiting to get on a elevator and say you're the first person there, so there's no one around you, you're waiting to get on the elevator, you press the button, and then someone comes up to the elevator and the door opens to the elevator and this other person rushed to get into the elevator before you, even though you were waiting there first, 
I think that's a jerk move. I think that's really rude. I think it's abrasive. I think it's selfish. And I hate I hate when that happens. Every time that happens, I want to pie the person in the face. It happened to me yesterday. I work in a big building. So I got to uh, work yesterday and I was headed towards the elevator. And I saw a woman. She was walking to the front desk and she had ordered some food. And she said, hey, is that food for me? I was like, here's a food for you. And she's like, thank you. So then she started to walk uh, towards the elevator. Now, at this point, I'm several paces ahead of her. So I press the button to the elevator. So I'm the first person there. I'm waiting to get on the uh, I'm waiting to get on the elevator. The door to the elevator opens up and this woman just to the elevator. I get on the elevator and you know what this woman says to me? She says, thank you. She thanked me as if I wanted her to rush past me and get on the elevator. I didn't want to do that, you jerk.